It's Honorado and Miller. It's Chris and Ash. A lot to get to on this week's show. The Belmont Stakes is coming to Saratoga Springs. It's news that uh, our Mark Mulholland broke uh, on the air and across social media for News Channel 13. We'll talk with Mark about uh, the decision, which we all kind of knew was coming because of the renovations being made at Belmont Park and there really being no other place in New York for right. them to hold that race. So it makes sense. But how will the city be able to handle that and the race course itself? We'll talk with Mark about that. Uh, we've got Ty Kurtz of the Albany Firewolves coming up on the show as well. The home opener is Saturday night. We talked with a couple of the stars from Quantum Leap, the NBA, the NBC show, uh, big NBA fan. Raymond Lee. Uh, we talked a little bit about hoops with him. Uh, and of course, we've got our NFL picks this week as well, Ash. A lot going on here. Uh, a lot going on. Oh, and maybe the biggest trade of the offseason so far in Major League Baseball, Juan Soto in pinstripes. Yep. All right, let's go. This is Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpen House. Shout out to the Heck family, Andy Heck, Katie Osborne, and uh, the support that Alpen House and all of our local business partners give us each and every single week here. Carol is watching. We know that for sure. Good Carol, evening, thanks Carol. for the wreath. Yeah. Did we not do the, the shout out last week on the wreath? I don't think so, mm, but okay. I don't remember. Yeah, it's hanging on the front door. It looks great. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's get to the news here that broke uh, the Wednesday night into Thursday morning, and that is that Juan Soto is now a New York Yankee. Yanks sent five players to San Diego, four of them being pitchers. Michael King is the headliner in that deal. Your guy, Kyle Higashioka, also goes a catcher. I know, I love that guy. But this this was the move that every Yankees fan this offseason was saying, Brian Cashman better make this trade. Soto is out there to be had. You better go get him. Cash does exactly that. He got him, uh, which is is part of the battle. Okay. The other part of the battle will be keeping him. But you mm. worry about one season for now, uh, and then you worry about re-signing him after the season's over. I don't know that they gave up a ton, even if it only works out to be a one-year rental, right? I mean, that's a lot of pitching depth for right-handed yeah. pitchers who go, uh, if it's a one-year rental, I think it becomes a lot to give up, yeah. but I think it's worth the risk. Yo, look, he reportedly turned down 15 years, $440 million while he was in Washington. Now that sounds like a lot of, a lot of money, and it is a lot of money, but it's only 29 and change a year. This guy is going to get... $40 million a year. He just turned 25 years old. He's yeah, going to he's get young. a 10-year, $400 million contract. Um, will the Yankees be the team that's willing to give it to him? You just gave Aaron Judge 40 a year or close to mm -hmm. it, and Garrett Cole's making whatever he's making, even mm -hmm. more than that a year. So I, I don't know. Is New York willing to to do that? Well, my guess is you're not you're not going after him for a year with the thought that you're giving him up after that so uh, i think you have to think long and hard about are we willing to pay him after this year is over mm -hmm. because otherwise i just don't know that it's worth it to rent him for a year knowing that you're not going to go after him after that so yeah i think they are they are willing to do it sam is sitting courtside right now as we speak <laughs> seeing a women hosting fordham uh in a game where if you bring a toy 
for Toys for Tots, you get a free ticket to a future mm. Sienna game, which they do cool. uh, every year, which is really, really yeah. cool. We appreciate Sam checking in. Here are the numbers on Soto. Again, he just turned 25 years old in October. Now, the defense, the, by every metric, he's a below-average defender. Yes. They already have one of those in Giancarlo Stanton. However, here's he's the difference with Soto. Guy. 275, 35 homers, 109. Now the 275 is better than Stanton, but Stanton will give you these other numbers if he plays consistently. The 162 to me is the biggest number. This guy plays the outfield and he played every single game last year. Yeah. He keep you can use him as a DH, exactly. um, but he can be flexible enough where he is playing um either of the corner positions in yeah. the outfield. No, he's durable, he doesn't have the injury history. He's a lot younger than Giancarlo Stanton. Mm -hmm. um, and while he's not a great outfielder, he, I wouldn't call him a liability. Um, but yeah, there will be certain instances where Soto will DH. When, right. when you get a guy, and I think this is supremely underrated. I think the acquisition of Trent Grisham is underrated. I know the guy doesn't hit, but he's a tremendous outfielder. Mm -hmm. So now you've got an outfield that looks pretty darn good. Yeah. All right. Mark Maholland is coming up here in a little bit. I see him popped in. He's got professional photographers with him. Hmm. They'll get the lighting situated. He's up in Lake George and it's nighttime, obviously. <laughs> so let's get, we'll get that situated. We've got our performance industrial dirty, difficult done still to come here as well. You know what, Ash, since we're on the topic, let's just do it right. We're already there. And now dirty, difficult, and done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. All right, shout out to our guy Bill Miller, his incredible team at Performance Industrial, where there's never a job that's too dirty or for too or too difficult for his team to get it done. Ash, I kind of teed this up. Uh, this is going to be one of the nastiest, dirtiest mm. outfields in Major League Baseball next year. If you have Verdugo and left some combination of Aaron Judge or Trent Grisham in center, Judge in right or Soto in right. And then obviously you've got Giancarlo Stanton and that big fat contract who are going to ride the bench and DH or potentially fill in here and there uh, in the outfield. So I just think, yes, it will be the dirtiest. Is it going to be enough? Mm -hmm. The question of, you know, when Trent Grisham plays, you don't need that guy to hit right now because if the rest of the lineup does what they're supposed to do in terms of, a guy like Rizzo and LeMayhew and, oh, by the way, Aaron Judge followed by Juan Soto, you shouldn't need the the little guys in the lineup to hit. Uh, but if somebody goes cold, it's going to be a problem. I just think they haven't gotten – they've gotten no better in the infield. And and that's not a terrible thing, but they're going to have to address pitching. They need they now need pitching. Garrett Cole is great, but Garrett Cole can't do it by himself. Um, you got to go get – a bona fide number two because they don't have that. And maybe it's Yamamoto, but yeah. you're absolutely right. They they need to address the starting pitching uh in New York for sure. And I'm I, I Cashman will do something. And Blake Snell is still out there. I don't know that they're in the market for a, a but Yamamoto is going to be expensive mm -hmm. free agent too. So I, I I don't know. We'll see what they do. But you're right. The outfield right now looks pretty darn good for the New York Yankees. All right, Mark Mulholland He's ready. is next here. He broke the news that the Belmont Stakes is coming to Saratoga race course in 2024. And oh, by the way, we might get it again in 2025. But first things first, uh, with next summer and how that lines up with a triple crown race at the spa. We're back in third. I don't care what kind of stories that's 
been told on you That may be a lot of things in life you used to do carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. All right, we're staying with Dirty Difficult done here. Right off the Performance top. Industrial. And again, the deal is done. The 2024 Belmont Stakes coming to Saratoga Racecourse Saturday, June 8th. It is, of course, the third leg of the Triple Crown. Let's bring in our guy, Mark Mahalo, now who broke this story on News Channel 13. That we are getting this huge race in Saratoga. Mark is live in Lake George. At, this is uh, unprecedented. I mean, they've got Winter Village opening on Friday. It, it looks incredible. Mark, thanks for doing the show, man. Uh, good evening, Chris and Ashley. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, we're uh, we're in Lake George. Just finished up the evening news uh, on News Channel 13. Uh, Lake George Winter's Dream is uh, what the attraction is called. And there are a couple of hundred business people and elected leaders and local leaders getting a chance to sneak peek at this uh, attraction in Lake George. But the, the big attraction in uh, Saratoga Springs this June is going to be the Belmont Stakes. Yeah, you broke this news for News Channel 13, Mark. Uh, obviously, it's a huge deal, a triple crown race at Saratoga, a race that when, uh, you know, has a triple crown on the line, certainly can draw more than 100,000 people at that enormous venue on Long Island. Uh, we saw American Pharaoh here, and Naira had to cap it at 50,000. <laughs> how, how is this city and race course equipped to handle such a race? Well, I don't know about the race course, because there will be a lot of discussion over the next few weeks, few months, about whether they open up the infield. That conversation seems to come up every time they have a, a, a big race. It certainly came up at the time of uh, American Pharaoh coming here off the Triple Crown win. But the, it's going to take more than the city, guys. It's going to take the county. It's going to take – I'm in Warren County right now. They'll welcome a lot of guests here, too, in the Lake George area, Clifton Park area. Uh, people will be coming from all over to enjoy this race. And what if it is, in fact, a triple crown? If there's a triple crown on the line, I talked to Jack Knowlton yesterday, who you guys know. Jack, of course, uh, one of the owners of Funny Side and Tis the Law. So uh, Tis the Law won the 2020 Belmont, as you know. And uh, he said it will be absolutely magical. You know, he didn't get a chance to be there. In fact, I think you mm -hmm. talked to him at the time because of COVID. But it would be absolutely magical for this area if there is a triple crown on the line on June 8th in Saratoga Springs. And Mark, I think one of the most unique, I mean, it's a unique circumstance to begin with, but one of the more unique circumstances is that it involves a four, this is a four day festival. So we want to talk about the Belmont Stakes on June 8th, but this is a Thursday to Sunday thing. And it's like the pregame that gives us a little yeah. taste of what we're looking for before they go back to Aqueduct and then come back to Saratoga. So this is going to give everybody just like, the little bit of taste that they need, but it's going to be a wild four days, not just one. Yeah, Thursday through Sunday, Ashley, uh, July 6th through the 9th, 23 graded stakes races over four days. 
the place is going to be, I would expect the place will be mobbed each of those days. Big money purses, uh, biggest purse for the Belmont, uh, $2 million purse. I don't think there's ever been a $2 million purse at Saratoga Racecourse. And if it looks like I'm about to tip over, I'm actually not. That's uh, meteorologist Paul Cayano, who's holding the phone for me now. And he's, he's, I think he's getting a little cold. But I, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a huge time. And, of course, as you mentioned, uh, that'll wrap up then. And then one month later, almost exactly one month later, the season begins in earnest. So the businesses get a little reprieve, a little respite uh, to recharge and perhaps uh, give their staff a little time off after that big four-day or maybe week-long rush. Then it will be right back uh, uh, to opening day on July 11th. All right, we're going to let Paulie rest his hand here in a second, Mark. Uh, but I, I, I can't, I can't let you go without asking about your nine and three Miami Dolphins. I picked oh. them to win the division. Uh, how much are you enjoying this season? Wait, you picked them to win the division coming into the season? You yeah. did. Oh, good for you because I didn't, and I'm, and I'm a. Oh no, we lost him. Boy, you know what? It, it, it would be that way, wouldn't it? that the Miami Dolphins took him out would ruin the conversation for Mark. I, I was going to say it would have been great if you placed a futures bet on it. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't, you don't think you did. Oh, he's All back. Right, hang on. Let's bring him back in here. There we All go. Right, we, we got, got you. Back. Oh, the beauty of technology. Yeah, I know. All right, Mark, we're going to let you run, buddy. We tried, if, you can, buddy. if you can hear us, we appreciate you the time. Uh, Paul, we appreciate you hanging uh, out in uh, in Lake George a little bit longer to uh, to get Mark on the show with us. But yeah, Miami 9 and 3, he's got to be loving the season. Yeah, right? I wish you put 50 bucks on it. Well, but yeah. only when you're only when you're right. But Mark Mark's point is <laughs> is great because like I rarely would pick one of my teams to win a division. It's sure. it's the it's the curse of being a having a little bit of pessimism as a fan. That's yeah. all. No, I get you. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Mark broke that news thanks, for Mark. us on News Channel 13. Our thanks to him for popping on the show here um, to talk about how Saratoga got this done and how they will continue to get it done. He talked about like Warren County welcoming people. I mean, yeah. we'll rent out our house. You want to stay here for the weekend? You got it. We'll figure out a way to make that happen. A lot of people will be will certainly be doing that, opening up their homes um, because I don't know if the hotels will be enough. We'll see. No, uh, you can only fit so many people into that race yes. course, right? And that's the point is like, if you can only put 60,000 in there, let's say they open up the infield. I don't know how many that could hold, but let's say you put 60 in there. Does that mean 100,000 people are coming just because the race is here? Well, no, right? I, I think part of the answer is maybe you don't get a ticket to Saturday. Do you want a ticket to the rest of it? Yeah. There's 23 stakes races. Yeah. Can you get a ticket to Friday? Can you get a ticket to Thursday? People will make it an all-week thing. They'll come here for the week. Mm. They'll use it as a vacation. They'll go to two of the days, maybe the four, and then they'll rage in Saratoga. Yeah. Th this will be a June unlike Saratoga has ever seen. Correct. There's no doubt And then people that. will love it, and it's great for business. You get a week-long, just kind of really big push. You work out all the kinks as mm -hmm. you come back for July. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's funny. The... The response has been very positive mm -hmm. um, at the outset. You know how people get around Saratoga racing season, though. They start to complain about the traffic and oh. can't get a restaurant. It's only for a week. I think a lot of I think a lot of locals might say, "You know what? I'm good. See ya." Well, schools are still in session, so people oh. aren't going too far. That mm -hmm. might that could be an issue. I mean, you got school buses and schools trying to 
get in, get out. Like that, that'd be more of an issue than anything else. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Field trips, field trips to the Saratoga race course. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a good educational experience right there. What is, uh, yeah, yeah. How do I put together a super effect? Yeah. $2 bet times. Yep. Yeah. All right, back in 30 seconds here. Uh, we will revisit the Yankees roster now that Juan Soto has joined in. The New York Jets are going back to Zach Wilson. It's a decision that uh, did not come without a lot of kind of middle school-ish drama, which you would probably expect from the New York Jets at this point. Aaron Rodgers slamming the organization for the way uh, that decision was handled. We'll talk about some very bizarre Comments made by the Bills head coach, Sean McDermott, now four years ago, but he is apologizing for them today. We're back in 30 on Honorado and Miller. The temperatures are dropping, which means the holidays are right around the corner. Tis the ski then at Elfenhouse Ski Shop, where you'll receive up to 50% off top ski and snowboard brands like K2, Vocal, Nordica, and LipTech. And check out our selection of footwear from Muck and Ugg, as well as casual and hiking apparel from Patagonia and the North Face. We also have the latest in winter fashion from Fly Low, Marma, Obermeyer, and Helly Hansen. And an Elfenhouse gift card is the perfect gift for the adventure on your list. Elfenhouse in Amsterdam and Clifton Park. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Elfenhouse. Ten minutes away from talking with Albany Firewolves forward Ty Kurtz, uh, the Firewolves Firewolves open the season at home here. Well, they open, they have the home opener, I should say. Right. They're already 1-0. They won at Las Vegas. And so there's the home opener on your screen right now, 7 o'clock against Buffalo. The defending champs at MVP Arena, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Go to the game. Go to the game. Go to the game. If you can't go to the game, though, you can watch it uh, on my four. We will have all Firewolves games, home and away, correct? On my four this season, which is your Ash is like, I don't know. I don't, I don't work, work there, there anymore, anymore. dude. <laughs> you, shouldn't you know? Mike? Yeah, I guess I probably should. But yeah, that, that's the deal. Sounds you can right. always stream it on ESPN Plus as well. Mm -hmm. So Ty Kurtz will join us coming up in about 10 minutes uh, or so. All right, let's get to this stuff because this is new anyway on Thursday as we do, do the show live on a Thursday night always at 6.30. Bill's head coach Sean McDermott referenced the 9-11 attacks in a training camp speech in 2019. Now, his goal was to try to illustrate to his players um, teamwork, camaraderie, um, camaraderie, togetherness. Togetherness, yes. Winning? This was his was first thought of those three qualities were the terrorists coming together, coordinating the deadliest attacks on U.S. soil. Yeah. Uh, now, he, is, he, he said he apologized kind of in the yeah, immediacy it, of it all, like an hour day, after. Yeah. He could tell by the mood of the room that his attempt at, at, uh, at inspiring his guys uh, obviously fell more than flat. So now four years later, the report comes out and Ash, you asked me before we even started the show, like, why now? Why now? Because the seat is very, very hot for Sean McDermott. Well, People are finding reasons as to why he is not winning, why he may or may not be a good leader. This would be example number one. He apparently used in 2021 uh, another, uh, he referenced a woman driving into the Niagara Falls 
and the work of first responders to try to save her. People didn't know the story well enough. It ended up that she ended up dying. And so again, the room is like, what are we supposed to do with that? So he, he, he's a very good defensive mind, clearly. There have been questions about whether or not he's a capable head coach now for more than just this season. I know they're six and six and people are like, oh, they got to move on. But even in prior years, we've seen the Bills come up short in big games. I'm not saying it's his pregame or training camp speeches that are leading to that, but there just may be something missing about how he's able to lead a group of players or be the figurehead of an organization beyond the owners, the Pagulas. This one is, it's insulting, right? It's going to anger people. No doubt. But but just from a sports perspective, okay, let's remove some of the emotion around it. It's just bizarre. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit mind-boggling that, listen, I, th- I think he quickly knew, and again, it's coming up four years later. This is kind of the stuff I don't like. I'm a little stunned that it didn't come out at the time because no. this is something that, my guess is players talked a lot about and were kind of like incredulous at it. And the fact that it didn't hit any kind of media or mm-hmm. some reporter didn't get his or her hands on it. Uh, I'm a little bit stunned, but yeah, just like the idea that you, you are talking about camaraderie and you're like, let me talk about the hijackers. Like, uh, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Cause like, you don't want to give them credit. You don't want to give them like you don't want to give them anything. Mm-hmm. And by by doing that and by making these connections, you're basically saying like, yeah, this is who we want to be. We want to be like them. Well, no, we don't. We don't want to be like them. There's no loyalty. It's evil. All like it's just all all of it is so wrong that I'm not sure I I just don't know many people who would ever have thought to do it ever in their no. whole life. No, and and to be clear, these speeches Okay, they're they're kind of rallying cries. You see them on hard knocks all the time now. These are pre-planned speeches. This is not a spur of the moment thing where right. he's he he is in pretty much like a lecture hall. If you ever had a, a lecture class in college, that's what these look like at, at training camp. He's in kind of a lecture hall. Is at St. John Fisher College, and he's talking to his guys before practice. These are planned. These are thought out. This wasn't just. Hey, I, I, we're struggling in camp. Uh, how do I get these guys together in, in the moment? And then he reaches for this reference. Like I, I have to imagine he thought about it ahead of time, and he still went forward with it. It, it it's crazy. Uh, the Jets are going back to Zach Wilson, a quarterback. I, what is going on with this organization? They cut Tim Boyle. <laughs> uh, Trevor Simeon played last week, and they're going back to Zach Wilson now. One, it's the wrong decision because you have already decided that Zach Wilson is not going to be part of this team next year. You haven't said that publicly, but everything points to it. You're not going to pay this guy the money it would take to keep him on the roster. So why are you playing him this year? And beyond that, the process that played out here to get Wilson back under center for Sunday is incredibly childish. There were the rumors and reports that came out that like, yeah, Zach Wilson would start again for the Jets if he were asked directly and nicely and not like 
Robert Sala tells the media, hey, Zach's going to start, and he, and he just takes it. Right. Like, apparently, he wanted to be asked to be the starting quarterback again. That's not, that's not how it works. You're told. You're told you're going to play. This is your job. I go to work every day. I'm not, like... Aaron Rodgers ripped the organization saying like there are way too many leaks. This is, this is another yeah. example of a kind of losing organization uh, mentality, but also culture. He can say anything he wants at this point. They are I, desperate to have him on the field. Yeah. I have a question though. Is yeah, his support and his seemingly like big brother feeling around Zach Wilson, is that hurting the organization? Because hmm. it feels like, the more he supports Zach Wilson and says nice things about him and whatever, it just looks like the opposite of what the organization was at one point trying to do. I don't think so. Um, I think Rogers, he said all the right things about Jordan Love and Green Bay also and has continued to say those yeah. things about Jordan Love. I think Rogers is genuine or not. Um, That's always a question. Wants to be viewed as a good teammate and somebody who at 40 years old now is going to support the next generation of players. I, I think that's really all that's there. Like he probably knows Zach is not on this team next mm -hmm. year. So I can say some nice things about him and maybe he latches on as a backup somewhere else. And I can still say he's a good kid and works hard and talented and all those. Right. I, I think I think Rogers is smart enough to know this guy probably doesn't have it. Did you see the weird meme of them looking at each other? It's funny. <laughs> I did. It's kind of it was weird. Yeah. It's weird. Maybe he doesn't like him that much. Yeah. I, I'm again genuine or not. Yeah. It's right. It's about genuinely the, the public. Or generally, the most public, things are not genuine from him. Yeah. Persona of hey, good leader, good teammate. He, he was so uh, beloved by by what we saw on hard knocks, right? That he even had me questioning like, hey, maybe, I don't know, maybe we're wrong about this guy and the, the way it ended in Green Bay. I don't know. By the way, how's Jordan Love playing lately? Woo, my goodness. You said you're finally Pretty looking good. out. You're, you're, you're kind of like cheering as opposed to. Yeah, well, yeah, they can get makes it playoffs now as bad as they've been. Jets, yeah, no line. No doubt, Paulie, you're right. You're right, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I think Zach Wilson, even behind a great O-line maybe just is not going to, excel he'd be much better certainly all right let's take another time out here when we come back on honorado and miller the albany firewolves open up uh the home part of the schedule saturday night against the buffalo bandits the defending champs and the albany crowd will get their look at ty kurtz for the first time huh this guy absolutely tore it up in we've been talking final about season at delaware and you said we've it. been Go talking ahead. about ty kurtz and Alex Simmons for a long, long time. Mm. And now you finally get a chance to see the show. All right, we're, so. ba we're back in a minute. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through product and purpose. Claim your crown. You've heard of unsung heroes. The men and women of Nyscoba are the unseen heroes. For the past year, you've learned about our many charitable endeavors. Now it is my privilege to share with you the work performed by our members, the 20,000 state correction and law enforcement officers shielded from view. 
They work in difficult and dangerous conditions and are an extension of the police who protect our neighborhoods. NYSCOBA honors New York's police and firefighters and salutes its own members who help deliver a peaceful night's sleep. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. Saratoga Eagle, Performance Industrial, NYSCOBA, Marcellas, Navis, and of course, Alpen House, our main sponsor each and every single week here on Honorado and Miller. Here is that home schedule for the Albany Firewolves. It starts Saturday night, a 1-0 Firewolves team taking on the defending champs in the Buffalo Bandits at MVP Arena at 7 o'clock. All right, one of the stars of this team now is Ty Kurtz. He was drafted 17th overall in 2022, and it was one of those situations, and he wasn't the only one in that draft class, where still had college eligibility left, was going to go back to Delaware. This is happening a lot. This is how the league, and even... Especially Albany. Yeah. Seems like, hey, we are happy to draft guys a year early, if you will, and then kind of wait for them to to come to us, and that'll happen uh, again with With a guy like Dyson Williams. Exactly. All right, let's bring Ty Kurtz into the conversation here on Honorado and Miller, good enough to join us ahead of the home opener. Ty, it's it's good to see you, man. It's good to meet you. Um, thanks for doing the show. How are you? I'm good, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, excited. And you're in the Albany market, correct? So you're kind of all in here, year one out of Delaware with this Firewolf squad. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I moved in a couple weeks ago. Um, place is awesome. I love it here. Uh, it just made more sense logistically for travel and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're all bought in right now. Ty, you get your, uh, I've said this uh, maybe a dozen times, and we talked to Clarkie last week. Fans have been hearing a lot about Kurtz and Simmons. Kurtz and Simmons, it's like the law firm of Kurtz and Simmons. We've been hearing a lot about you guys, and now we finally get the chance. We got the chance to see you in Vegas, but this will be the chance for you guys to show Albany fans what you guys bring to the table. Can you, first of all, put into words, if you could describe your own game, but also what it's like to come in with a talent like Alex and you guys have just been kind of paired together, and they'll probably pair you together for a while now. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, my game, uh, it's pretty basic. Uh, I try not to base it off anyone else. Uh, I try to just pick up things that I see other players do, and I'd say play with or without the ball, it doesn't really matter to me. It's more of a, a team system. Uh, I felt like I played in a team system growing up. I was never really the guy growing up, so I learned to play without the ball, and as I got, as I got older – um, I had a lot more weight in my shoulders to kind of have to um, hold the ball a little more. So um, I feel like the way that I was taught and the way I grew up kind of gave me the, the flexibility to do both. And uh, and coming in with, with Simmer is uh, is awesome. Um, we played together in the past a little bit, uh, played against each other our whole lives for the most part. Um, so it's, it's pretty nice to be on the same side as him for, uh, for hopefully a while here. But, uh, yeah, great guy, great teammate. Um, love playing with him. Uh, we get along well. Uh, so far, we've been playing together well. So uh, hopefully, we'll continue that. The stats you see on the screen at Delaware obviously came uh, in what they call field lacrosse. The 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 lay Americans like myself say uh, outdoor lacrosse. Um, how how does your game tie translate to box lacrosse? Is it a sport you've played your entire life? Are you learning aspects of it? Um, and and what are you able to to take from the outdoor game um, to kind of create offensive opportunities for yourself in such tight spaces? Uh, well, yeah, um, from the learning perspective, I feel like that's um, – I'm learning every day. Um, you know, there's always someone better. There's always someone who knows something you don't. 
Um, so practice, games, film, and any way I can learn something new, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to do that. Uh, I played box cross growing up my whole life. Um, I actually never really played organized field until I got to Delaware. Uh, I got recruited to go to Delaware through like a, a, a random tournament they saw me playing in, but uh, majority of the stuff they watched was was box across. So um, box across is kind of what I grew up on. Um, learning the field game was more of a struggle, but uh, I haven't played box in a couple of years. It, it, uh, I was held out with injury for a year, uh, COVID. It was obviously a factor in that, but um, to get back to get back in, in the box is is uh, it's a huge, it's awesome. I, I love it. I've always loved playing it. It's what I grew up playing, uh, but I, I missed it for sure. So Ty, when you grow up playing box and you're recruited <laughs> to go play field and you get that opportunity, and I know you said you had a lot to learn about the game, but does the spacing alone give you maybe more opportunities offensively, if that question makes sense in terms of like, it's got to be a little bit easier to get loose in field because there is so much more room. So if you've got speed and you've got agility, you can get yourself an open shot. Whereas in the box game, it's a little bit harder to get loose and you got to be maybe more physical to get yourself space. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you got speed and agility, um, which I lack, um, you can definitely, you can definitely get your own shot and feel a little easier. Uh, but going, going into the field game for me was a bit of a, a major learning curve. Um, all the credit in the world and the coaches at Delaware were very patient with me. Um, it, it took me, it took me a whole fall, a bit of the season to kind of understand the pace and the speed and the spacing of that game. Uh, the spacing was probably the biggest, the biggest change in box. You kind of just, you know, you can fly around, you, you everything's so quick and fast paced. It's all instinct. Whereas the field game's a little more um, laid out in front of you. Um, there's a little, little less, uh, I guess, freedom, I, I would call it. Uh, there's still is freedom, but it's a little more schematically based. Uh, whereas box across is more just uh, like a system, like you, you you run, you have concepts, and, and you follow, and everyone kind of works together. Whereas field is, you got your guys who are who are athletic, you got your guys who aren't as athletic but are better, like more of a shooter or off ball guys. Whereas box, I feel like you got to kind of be um, pretty dynamic at both on ball and off ball. So um, it definitely took me longer than I thought it would to adapt to the field game. I. I I thought I just figured it was kind of similar to box. I didn't know what I was getting into, uh, and and my eyes were open pretty quick. Um, but uh, everything worked out pretty well. I'm happy to be back where I am now, and happy to be be in Albany here. I'd say so. One of the greatest players <coughs> in Delaware. That yeah. seems like it worked out okay. Right. Yeah, 58 <laughs> goals, 88 points in his final season with the Blue Hens. Uh, there's the information on your screen, the home opener against the Buffalo Bandits, 7 o'clock. Uh, Ty, when we talked with Clarky last week, he said, uh, we're much younger and we're faster. And I said, wouldn't we all love to be that in life? But you're one of those guys. Um, what is it about this squad, the, the way this roster is built, um, that has you excited for a season that has already seen one victory on a team that obviously struggled last year? Uh, yeah. Um, youth, youth is definitely something that, we get, that we're playing into this year. Um, from, from our offensive perspective, you know, we got a lot of young guys. I think our oldest guy is, is um, I don't know, 1997. Yeah, it's not a – we don't really have, like, a guy who's been in the league for a long time, which is totally fine. You know, we're all bought into each other. we got great leadership up there. Um, with, with Ethan Walker as, as the main the main leader up there. He's been uh, amazing. Um, and then our defense is, is based on speed and, and, and um, IQ, which I think IQ takes a long, takes you a long way in this game. 
Um, we got a great coaching staff that, that puts systems in place. And then backing everything, we got we got one of the best goaltenders in the world in, in Doug Jameson. And I think when you got a good goalie in, in really any sport, you can kind of kind of go as, as far as you can. So um, youth, youth and speed is something that we're thriving on and something that we're going to have to utilize as much as we can this year. Um, and, we're, and we're one of those teams that's hoping to get better every game, right? I know every team is, but when you're when you have so many new faces, it's uh, it's a realistic, it's such a realistic possibility to to continue to to work on chemistry that uh, maybe you didn't have in the past. You know, we got a lot of new faces that haven't played together. Um, I know I've only played with a couple of these guys in my life, so um, to get on the right foot and get a, get going at a one and zero pace right now is is awesome. But all eyes are looking forward, you know. We, uh, we watched film, we addressed uh, our issues in the past, and, and right now everything's just looking at Buffalo. So, uh, You mentioned Buffalo, and I asked Clark this on our coach call this week. Um, I'll be on the sidelines for that game uh, with you guys. And I said, I know this is a new group who probably doesn't maybe understand the history of Buffalo or the guys on that Buffalo team. Maybe you do, but when you got a guy like Dane Smith and you got a guy like Josh Byrne, do you guys revel in the opportunity so early on? You're 1-0. There's not really the pressure. Do you revel in the opportunity to host the defending champs for your home opener? Is that a cool thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's always cool. Um, you know, I, I, I was uh, fortunate enough to play with with Josh and Dane this past summer um, with the chaos. And, and, you know, they're great guys, great teammates, and, and obviously great players. Um, and, yeah, you always um, look forward to playing these games, you know, against – what was the best team last year? Obviously, it's a different year, but they're still an unbelievable team, and 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 we're expecting them to be. Um, it's definitely a cool experience to host them, uh, <clears throat> especially being our home opener. And uh, I think as a as an athlete and a competitor, you kind of like these are the games you want. You don't want to be playing uh, bottom of the team. Not that there are any in this league, uh, but growing up um, as a competitor, you always want to play the best. You want to be put against the best, and right now. Um, this Buffalo team is considered the best. So um, I think it's an opportunity for us to, to kind of show what we have. Um, and it, it's going to be an experience to kind of check, check where we are. So um, I, I'm excited. I know everyone around us is excited. Um, hopefully the fans are excited. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be a cool experience for everyone. Couple, go ahead. Clark, you said they're the best until somebody yeah. proves otherwise. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the advantage you get by winning a title. Couple of quick things here, Ty. We'll let you run. Um, I'm looking at the flow. Who's got better hair, hockey players or lacrosse players? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I, I'm going to go with lacrosse players because I, I want to, you know, stick stick to my roots. Um, but hockey players got got some good flow, and they get credit for it. We don't get enough credit for it. All right, and I know you say you're living in the five one eight now. Um, put you on the spot. Where have you Where have you been out to eat? What do, What have you found that's been good so far? I haven't been to too many places. Um, I went to, I've only been here for a week or two and we just got back from Vegas. We were gone for a couple of days there. Um, I went to a, um, a brunch spot just down the road. I forget the name of it. It was very good. Um, the, we have to hook you up with some spots. Yeah. I've heard the rusty nails. Good. Uh, Druthers is good. Yep. Um, I've heard of some good places. One of my roommates here actually lives here last year. So he's been giving us all recommendations, but, uh, yeah. Been trying to been trying to eat healthy and, and stick to uh, some home cooked meals for the first week or two. I was gonna Smart. say the rusty nail. You're gonna yeah. get some real good wings, but I don't know if you uh, <laughs> maybe like early in the week before you hit you know 
Thursday, Friday, prepping for game week. And that's some sweet Firewolves gear you've got on there. Let me see that a little bit. Stand up if you would. Yeah, yeah let's we got that. a uh, a nice little a nice quarter zip hoodie. Uh, oh yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, love it. Cool. Got on it. Um, nice. Yeah, we get we get some really nice stuff. So definitely not taking that for granted. Good, good. <laughs> Ty, we appreciate the time, man. Uh, have fun out there Saturday night. Uh, go beat Buffalo, and uh, and I know we'll catch up with you soon. Ash, we'll see you on the field yeah, I'll see you Saturday night at MVP Saturday. Arena. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was a blast. Of course, right, thank That you. is Ty Kurtz of the Albany Firewolves with us here, the home opener again, 7 o'clock. Got to come out. Got to see the game. For Gotta... sure. And look, he's one of those young guys. We talked about youth and speed and all that stuff. He's one of the young guys, one of the new faces that is is worth going to the game to see it in person, right? Okay. I mean, it's it's such a – this is year three, I know, mm -hmm. of this franchise in Albany, but it's still such a new sport, I think, for a lot of just the general fans in the area. Yeah, that, like, you have to yep. see it to kind of appreciate it. For sure. I, I think so, too. And, and it's, it's funny because I, I almost asked the question of, like, do you need more endurance to play field mm. or – box and i think the answer is box but i did think you're on the field for longer stretches of time in field lacrosse yep, yep. but it's so frantic and frenetic when you're playing box it's I like it's box it's too. it's like a minute on the floor but it's you are racing off the bench yep. you're frantically playing and then you're racing back and it's probably not even a full minute but it's like hockey it's yeah. exactly like hockey in that it's just short bursts right and that 90 second shot clock in field you know, if you are a forward, sometimes you just stand yeah, on the other yeah, end yeah. for a little bit. And yeah. even in a 90 second shot clock, there's a lot of not standing around, yeah, uh, yeah. but a lot of kind of setting up. But yeah, play, you're five on five on the, on all this. the time in box. You're five, you're all five of you are down there except for the goalie. Yeah. Um, and it's always moving. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, all right. We're back in a minute here on Honorado and Miller week 14 of the NFL season is That's here. Wild. I know it makes me so sad. We have our <laughs> picks next. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown. At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcellus Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpenhouse. Uh, one piece of uh, news. This is, is big news that broke on Thursday. Again, we do the show live every single Thursday evening. John Rahm is joining Live. It's a deal that's reportedly going to be worth more than $300 million dollars. Um, I didn't see, I mean, it, it had been talked about and rumored a little bit, but I just didn't think this was going to happen. I didn't think the former world number one and current masters champ would join team golf. It, it just, it doesn't fit his personality. 
um, it fits his bank account. Certainly, I get. I, I never fault guys for taking the money um, in a situation like this. I've never been presented with, however dirty you might want to say it is. I've never been, been presented with three hundred million dollars. Be hard to say no to. His career on course earnings are like fifty million dollars. Now the endorsements Which are are more so than that even. Um, but when you talk about three hundred million dollars, it's going to be more than that. Um, I think it's difficult for anybody to, to say no to. Aside from all of that, it's this is a huge loss for the PGA Tour. Yeah, huge loss. Now he'll still play in the majors, but there are only four of those a year. It's the events week to week to week when Rom won't be involved with the PGA Tour that will hurt it. Yeah, I, I just am surprised because maybe naively I thought that this was going to go away. It was cool with with the merge. I thought it was was going to be like, oh, well, guys aren't going to leave knowing that there's a merge happening yeah. and it's all going to kind of work itself out. Yeah. I just thought that, that this wasn't going to happen anymore. So I was really surprised when I read this today. I thought, oh, well, I didn't realize that this was still happening. Uh, yeah, but this is the problem. It just is. You're better off saying nothing. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> Don't, Don't say anything say ever. Because you look like a total Yahoo. Ever. <laughs> this is not that long ago when they played the Ryder Cup in Italy. He was asked about he said he laughs at it. Never liked the format. Team he golf. laughs because it wasn't a rumor. It was true. Team, That's why I laughed. Team golf. My goodness. All right. Let's get to the picks here, Ash. Something we can smile about, right? And that's a little bit, yeah. You know, look, here are the picks last week. Denver, you hit on Houston. Both had the Niners, both had the Rams, and then I went Packers. You ruined it with the Packers. Sunday night. So I was three and one. Oh, hang on a second. Where were the where with the records i don't know what i do with the records i don't oh, have them no. here all right never mind uh i was three and one ash was two and two and the records are pretty good this season uh we're both about eight ten games over 500 so it, we're doing okay here rams at the ravens uh this la team with a healthy matt stafford and a healthy kyron williams hello uh really really good nakua and cup and this is a this is a good rams team but they're going to lose by at least a touchdown to Baltimore because I think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Defense is really good. Lamar Jackson's playing at a high level. He has the best collection of uh, pass catchers he's ever had in his time in oh, Baltimore. I thought you were going to say in the league. And it hurts to not have Mark Andrews, yes. but still talented receivers on this team. The defense is playing out of their minds give give us both baltimore here okay uh bucks and falcons you say who cares i say i know i understand but it's for first place in the nfc south we both like tampa on the road yeah I, for me i'm just a little bit surprised that this falcons team is favored uh, neither team is good yeah but for me when i saw the falcons favored i automatically went bucks i don't care what the number was i'm going bucks yeah okay uh, here's one of the big games of the weekend. There are really probably only two, although I do like Jacksonville and Cleveland if Trevor Lawrence plays. He will. He was out of practice today. We'll see. Crazy. Bills and Chiefs, Kansas City, and this number has moved in some Vegas books to as low as one and a half. We've got it at two and a half, and we both still like Kansas City. You don't love either team this year. This is the problem. No, no don't love either team. You know, but the Chiefs at home, and, you know Taylor will be there. And now, given everything that is happening with the Bills organization, uh, is this team distracted a little bit? Maybe. Um, give me Kansas City at home to to try to maybe figure this thing out. And something tells me, Ash, I could be way off here. 
I, I think this could be a low-scoring game. Kansas City's defense has been good this year. Yep, very good. Buffalo struggles to score. Don't look at that Bills-Eagles game. The Eagles defense is not that good, especially the secondary. I think this could be low-scoring, Kansas City by a field goal. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I think it's Kansas City by a field goal or maybe more than that, six, seven points. Um, but I, I agree. I, at some point, I think the Chiefs are going to start to figure it out. They've not done that whatsoever. But the Bills are not consistent ever mm-hmm. either. So uh, it's a, it, this is a weird game for me because I thought I'd be more excited about it. I'm a little less excited about oh. it than I maybe should be. Huh. But I'm taking the Chiefs. I don't really believe in either team yet this year. But I'm excited because I get a, I get pumped up to watch elite quarterback play, and that's what you have here with Mahomes and Josh. You're Allen. excited because you're on vacation next week, and you get to watch all this football and stay up I late and do whatever you want. Now, I just because I can doesn't mean I'll be able to. Can this I stay awake one. late enough to watch this game? We will see. Eagles and the Cowboys Sunday night. Uh, I'm on Dallas. They are averaging more, <coughs> more than 40 points a game in their last three. They are a great home team this year. And as a home favorite, Dak Prescott plays out of his mind. He may be the current MVP favorite. Give me Dallas. I was going to say, most people, when they can't <clears throat> talk, generally stop talking. No, I push through. <laughs> and let the other person talk. Professional so they can, speaker. They can survive. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles. I, this, for me, is the game of the week. I just kind of am interested to see how this plays out. Uh, I I love the Eagles in terms of just pretty much everything they do. And I think they, they get a big win in Dallas. And, and now you start to talk about, again, who's the best team in the NFL if they yeah. do that. Uh, two Monday night games, Packers and Giants are one of Who them. Who would have thought? We both like Green Bay here, Who even though thought? the number is five and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy DeVito staying in there for the Giants. Jordan Love playing much better. We both like Green Bay here. The picks for the week. Ravens, Bucks, Chiefs, all the same. Packers, the same. One difference. I like Dallas. Ash likes Philadelphia. What is Jordan Love doing differently or just better? Is he just comfortable? He's just he's throwing. He, yeah, he I, every ball he threw in the first however many underthrew. weeks it was he was timid. Yeah. Everything was underthrown. Man, drop back and let that thing go. And I think he's fine. There, there's a change in confidence. It's clear. Uh, I'm not saying anything that's particularly unique in that evaluation. He just looks comfortable, confident, not worried. Hey, if I make a mistake, I make a mistake. But I'm going to let the thing go. Um, and and Christian Watson is healthy. And that that makes a huge difference. All right. The, the stars of Quantum Leap. It's a Wednesday night NBC show at 8 o'clock on News Channel 13. We are talking with them next on Honorado and Miller. Start dropping, which means the holidays are right around the corner. Tis the ski zone at Elfenhouse Ski Shop, where you'll receive up to 50% off top ski and snowboard brands like K2, Vocal, Nordica, and LipTech. And check out our selection of footwear from Muck and Ugg, as well as casual and hiking apparel from Patagonia and the North Face. We also have the latest in winter fashion from Fly Low, Marmot, Obermeyer, and Helly Hansen. And an Alpenhouse gift card is the perfect gift for the adventure on your list. Alpenhouse in Amsterdam and Clifton Park. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpenhouse. Back on Honorado and Miller, Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock on News Channel 13. You see Quantum Leap, and here are the two stars of the show, Raymond Lee. Caitlin Bassett with us. Thank guys, thanks so much for 
for doing the show here. Uh, it's it's honestly a treat to to talk a little bit about this show you guys are starring in. And uh, of course, we're looking ahead to the midseason finale, which is next Wednesday at eight o'clock. But I, I just wonder, like Ray, for you specifically, what's the worst part of time travel? Is it like the old clothing you might have to kind of get into that's awkward and weird looking? Well, you know, for a time it was getting used to wearing heels and stilettos on the leaps where I would leap into a, a woman. But I, I'm good at it now. I, I can walk yeah. around in heels. Uh, okay. Caitlin taught me to make space for my hips so that's I good. can have a little hip sway so I don't trip over myself anymore. Walking on mud and grass is still a challenge because uh, I don't realize that's a thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know what? There's really no uh, bad or worst parts about it. Uh, mm. I, I truly enjoy being a part of uh, a show that is so epic in its scope and that 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 means well. Uh, and and uh, you know, a show that is grounded in um, the idea of being as empathetic as possible to somebody's situation is a show that mm. I can get with. And it's a lesson that I would impart to any of my friends and kids. Uh, so, yeah. Caitlin, it's an overused complaint in Hollywood. Like, oh boy, they're just doing a remake or another sequel. They can't come up with, but I think it's kind of interesting. Like, I don't know that there's a better show suited for a remake when you've got time travel involved, right? Why Why does this remake work so well? Well, sure. I mean, there's also a reason Doctor Who's ran for twice for, I think, over 20 years of pop. Like, it time travel is timeless, not yeah. to be pithy, uh, but it is, right? Like, and, and what's also really exciting is that it's a show you can watch with your family because I like going back to the 70s because that's when my parents grew up. Mm. And they can say things like, oh, that was happening when I was that age. Or I was like, oh, I bet you my dad wore something like that. Like, it's special and it will always be special because time travel essentially means multiple people in your family in that generational span can see something about their own life reflected on the screen and have a conversation about it. So I think it's a, it was a great show to remake. It's a show that is quite literally walking a mile in somebody else's shoes, which mm -hmm. we need more of. But what, I, what I'm so excited about this show, I mean, I absolutely love Scott Bakula and Dean Sockwell and what they did. And we obviously hope Scott will come on the show. But we also got to do something. It was a continuation. There is differences to our show. We have a bigger cast. We can work with these interpersonal relationships that the first one couldn't. And we can go outside of the Leaper's lifetime now. So we've been able to just open up what the show can do. And I think that's the type of, of continuation that you're looking for rather than just a one-to-one -one remake. Ray, I'll take Caitlin's answer and ask you. She's in the 70s. Right. I, I might go back to like the 90s when I just loved the NBA brand. Then what what decade are you living in? You are you are You're, speaking his language right now. That is um that is, yeah, you know, the the heydays. Um back when back when players had uh their own way of playing, and uh, you know, it's like the UFC too. It's like before you 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 had specialists you had a you know yeah. bjj you you had ground and pound you had a wrestler but now everyone's multifaceted and you know basketball is positionless basketball right 
So yeah, I, I miss the days of having these archetypes. Uh, and uh, now we're just not even talking about the show anymore. Like, uh, cause I'm just thinking about like Carl Malone and Jordan, mm -hmm. you know, just like these, like, you know, Dennis Rodman, just these like real epic archetypes that you aspire to be. But anyways, um, yeah, it would, it would be the nineties. Uh, the shoes were the best uh, mm -hmm. at the time, you know, um, Kobe was a rookie. Uh, this was, it's all, it's all great times. Um, Did you have pumps? Were you rocking pumps back in the 90s? I had Reebok pumps. I yeah, even man. had, uh, I don't know why, I, I, but I had the Grandmamas. I, I, oh, yeah. Larry Johnson was a big one of mine. Uh, I had the Arab Tempos. Uh, that was one of my my firsts as well. Um, never got a pair of Jordans. Couldn't afford Jordans at the time, but uh, yeah. All right, Caitlin, I know All I don't right, have you guys good. for long This has here. become his favorite interview. Yeah, thank you. More Caitlin, we, stations, oftentimes everybody says like, hey, I'm not this, but I play one on TV. You are, in fact, an Army vet. Thank you for your service, first of all. Thank you. And and you get to play one on TV. How cool is that? And, and how critical are you of maybe the writing and the setup of some of the stuff you do? Oh, yeah. I bully them all the time. It's my favorite thing just to bull. No, I love it. I mean, I think it's amazing. Not only was I in the military, but I was intelligence, which she was intelligence. Right. Like, so it it's a crazy crossover. I, you know, I always joke that they called my mom when they wrote this role. Um, but I, I think it's really valuable. Right. We have two 20 years of veterans coming off wars, two separate wars. And I mean, hopefully no more, but mm -hmm. like you just got to turn on the news and uh, you'd be quickly convinced otherwise. So, you know, there's a lot of veterans that are coming out in this world and, and they're capable and they don't have to be just, you know, you know, oh, thank you for your service, but like, we don't really want to hear from you anymore. Or like, now you have PTSD, so your problem. Like, I love that I can be in front of the camera and say, hey, yeah, I was in the military for a good amount of years, I did go to war and I've done something else. And there's a lot of smart, capable, insightful veterans that can do the same. So I hope I hope to see more vets in front of the camera. I'm working to create projects to get more vets behind and in front of the camera and tell military stories from military storytellers. So it's very it's very exciting for me um, and I hope to see more of it. I love that. On the day we get to sit here and do this on, uh, on Pearl Harbor Day, um, Thank you for everything you've done. And uh, and Ray, the show's a hit, man. Go get yourself a pair of Jordans. <laughs> thank you all. I'll get several. Yeah, he will. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for doing this. We really enjoy it. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. Ultra, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. Fun to talk with the stars of Quantum Leap on That's the awesome. show. Um, by the way, we, we're not going anywhere until we've just quickly at least mentioned this. Shout out to the great season the Albany football team is having. Winning a second round game, advancing now further than ever before in program history in the, the FCS playoffs, taking on Idaho. Idaho. Uh, Saturday night at 10 p.m. So that's after us. If you're watching on my four, it's, bef uh, it's before us. If you're watching us on News Channel 13. It's, it's after the morning. Firewolves game. Uh, 
after the Firewolves game. There you go. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching uh, every single week as you do. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. We will see you next week.